I'm Acacia James. Angry parents berate school board members in Uvalde, Texas, demanding accountability for that massacre. Drinking landed him in jail. A local news anchor opens up about his sobriety journey. I'm Liz Anderson. Now day on Wall Street at the closing bell Monday. The Dow was off 216. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Enraged parents in Uvalde, Texas, demanded the school's police chief be dismissed at last night's school board meeting. It came on the heels of a 77-page report detailing the 77 minutes officers waited to confront the gunman who killed 19 students and two teachers at Robb Elementary. Brett Cross lost his 10-year-old. If he's not fired by noon tomorrow, then I want your resignation and every single one of you board members because y'all do not give a damn about our children or us. Police Chief Pete Arredondo is still on administrative leave collecting a paycheck. The school superintendent says the board will make a decision once a state investigation is finished. We're learning more about the gunman who killed three people at an Indiana mall Sunday before he himself was killed by an armed civilian. Greenwood Police Chief says it may have turned into an even bigger tragedy had the Good Samaritan not stopped him. He had multiple magazines and over 100 rounds of ammunition on his person and his possession. Police say the 22-year-old bystander, Elijah Dickin, had a license to carry a gun. He'd been shopping at the mall with his girlfriend. Excessive heat warnings are up again today in parts of the nation's midsection. The expected high in Oklahoma City, 111. It gets you tired. It's, it's exhausting. Walking back and forth in the heat. Very exhausting. They're finding ways to cope with record high temperatures and mostly air conditioner-less London. I want to be by the sea. Global warming's really a thing. <laughs> it's not even a hot point of summer yet, so it's going to get hotter. People cooling off in the Trafalgar Square fountains with today's expected high there at 102 Fahrenheit. Back here in the U.S., the number of monkeypox cases in New York City has tripled over the last week, nearly all among gay men. CBS's Alex Tin has more. Figures from the CDC and health authorities in New York now total more than 2,000 cases of monkeypox across the country. Like abroad, authorities have said that the U.S. monkeypox outbreak so far appears to be largely among men who have sex with men. However, officials acknowledge that unlike their counterparts abroad, that they only have demographic details on less than half of all cases, relying on local health departments to voluntarily collect and report that information. A magic night for baseball fans at Dodger Stadium. He's got it! And Juan Soto is your 2022 ESPN with the action as the 23-year-old outfielder slammed 53 homers after a flurry of questions earlier in the day about a potential trade. Seattle's Julio Rodriguez came in second. S&P futures up 13. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 3 here on your Tuesday morning. It is the 19th of July. Get ready for a heat wave. Partly cloudy, hot, humid, high near 92 today. Hey, good morning. I'm Joan Jones along with Bruce Allen. And the top local stories we're following this hour. Polls are opening at 7 o'clock this morning in Maryland for primary election day. Voters have a lot of choices to make. A number of Maryland's political races are wide open and very close, according to polls. Familiar faces will be gone in the governor's, attorney general's, and comptroller's races since incumbents are either term-limited, like Governor Larry Hogan, or leaving to run for other offices, like Peter Franchot, who's running for governor 
after serving as comptroller. The voters are casting ballots for members of Congress, legislators in the Maryland State House, county executives, county council members, and their local school boards. Unofficial results from early voting and primary day get counted tonight with the final canvas of mail-in ballots on July 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Aid groups that help migrants coming to D.C. are sending up a flare. They say resources are running thin and they've been overwhelmed by a recent flood of migrants arriving on buses from Texas and Arizona. Our news partners at NBC4 spoke with executive director of the Central American Resources Center, Abel Nunez. It's really difficult. The funds have run out, so we can't send uh, people right away to their final destination. We have to remember, the majority of people do not want to stay in the DMV. The Washington Post says roughly 15 buses packed with migrants arrive every week. With shelters packed, some have been sleeping at Union Station. Mayor Muriel Bowser is calling on the federal government to do more. We have to be very focused on um, working with D.C. residents who are homeless and have a right to shelter in our city. The migrants have already been processed by the Department of Homeland Security. They're now waiting to get immigration court hearings. All of them came to D.C. voluntarily. Well, a new bill in D.C. would end the use of solitary confinement in the city's jails and youth detention facilities. Ward 3 Councilmember Mary Che introduced the bill after two previous unsuccessful attempts to end the practice. This time, the bill would also end D.C. jails' use of so-called safe cells. They're designed to prevent self-harm, and it would ban any segregation of transgender inmates. The clock is ticking on this bill, though. D.C. Council will reconvene in September, and they'll have to pass that bill before it expires at the start of next year. 506 here, and prosecutors say they are not going to bring charges against the nine people associated with CBS's late show with Stephen Colbert. They were arrested at the U.S. Capitol last month. Police say the group was arrested on unlawful entry charges back on June 16th. But a spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office says they will not move forward with misdemeanor charges because it's not probable a conviction could be obtained given that the nine arrested had been invited and that their escorts had never asked them to leave the building. Police say the group was arrested on unlawful entry charges because members of the group had been told several times before they entered the congressional buildings that they had to remain with the staff escort and the buildings and they failed to do so. But U.S. Capitol Police officials say they do respect the decision made by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Acacia James, WTOP News. Prince George's County Police have now identified the person that was killed in a one-car crash in Upper Marlboro on Sunday afternoon. They say 17-year-old Janaya Thompson of Upper Marlboro was a passenger in the car when that car drove off the roadway and crashed into a tree. The driver and three other passengers were hospitalized. It's unclear what caused the car to leave the roadway. Still to come here on WTOP, a local TV news anchor opens up about his DUI arrest and his recovery. It's 5.07. In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grinding halt, regardless of what the clock on the wall says, you leap into action. Granger is with you and all the ones who get it done with 24-7 customer support by phone or click to chat. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Field School, located at 2301 Foxhall Road Northwest, is now hiring for full and part-time CDL drivers with P endorsement and is an equal opportunity employer. Positions starting at $22 per hour include benefits, 10-month employment, and paid holidays.
Stop by the field school and apply at one of their 